Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Well, I wasn't able to get on this side, so hello, everybody. <laughs> it ended before I could get around to you, so greeting everybody in the name of the Lord there. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Well, that's a deep subject, ain't it? Well, <laughs> praise the Lord. That's what Michelle tells me. I said, well, that's about all I get. That's a deep subject. <laughs> But uh, I hope everyone remembers what Pastor Devotion was talking about the per- persecution with the, the Christians around the world because when he read all of that, it felt like it was confirmation for what I feel like the Lord had given me this morning. <clears throat> and uh, so be that as it may, I, I definitely feel like it's a word from the Lord and I'm definitely going to try my humblest to, to get it across so in uh, any way that I can, and I know the Lord will direct me, but uh, see through my, <laughs> what uh, my inabilities I feel like that I have, uh, and, and hear what the uh, word that the Lord has to say this morning. Glory to the name of the Lord, because I definitely believe um, that we are only one president away from changing everything in this nation. It only takes one president to change to change a great deal for Christian's sake, what I'm talking about, for, for the freedoms that we have. We're not that far off. I mean, if you, if you sit back and think of what, how we've come, yeah, we still have freedoms, and, and some things haven't gone to a direction that, that we're not able to come and worship, but we're not that far off. There's a great community among us that cannot stand Christians in the way we believe. It, it's shown in the differences of the society that we have from our different beliefs uh, in social uh, reasons, from abortion to uh, gay and homosexual things, of adultery, of just everything that it seems that a Christian stands for has been attacked in one way or another, you know. And so just like the pastor mentioned, uh, the, the county clerk, for, uh, I think was from Kentucky, uh, how she stood for Jesus. Well, I remember hearing, if it wasn't last year, year before maybe, that's an elected position, and she was elected out of office. They voted her out because of her stand. But that does not change the fact that she stood for Jesus. She may have been elected out, which shows us how close we are. And that's what I'm talking about. We are one presidential election away of making a turning point where we may not go back to some things we've seen. And I just ask that we, that we just always uh, stay focused on that and remember that. But going to our uh, uh, text this morning, Luke 9 and 23. Luke chapter 9 and verse 23 this morning for our opening text. Glory to the name of the Lord. <clears throat> Welcome everyone who's watching by way of the uh, internet there, welcome you to Christ Family Church and just believing in God. Bless you this morning as you watch. Luke 9 and 23, it reads like this, says, Then he said to them all, If anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. I'll read it one more time. Then he said to them all, and this is, this is the words of Jesus, not only to the disciples, but to everybody. As you can see there, them all, everyone that is around that has been invited in. Anyone who desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. 
Let's pray. Lord Jesus, I thank you for the service thus far. I thank you for your powerful spirit, Lord, that conquers all. I give you praise and glory for that. And now, Lord, as I do my part to give your word. Lord, direct me as you see fit, and I'm your vessel, Lord Jesus. And let the word go forth to your chosen people. In Jesus' name we pray. Let the church say amen. 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 You can be seated. Now, this morning, I want to talk to you a little bit on... Uh, the end of the mess, uh, the scripture there says, follow me, and a synonym for follow is pursue or pursuing. So I want to talk to you about pursuing Jesus, pursuing Jesus this morning. Now, when I began, when this uh, began to uh, come to mind and began to pray and search, I thought first, <laughs> first of all, I thought something kind of funny, I used to watch Dukes of Hazard when I was a kid, and I I thought about Roscoe Pico train, and he'd do that. I'm in hot pursuit of them Duke boys. <laughs> so I kind of got a little tickle. He he was always in pursuit of the Duke boys. He stayed in pursuit. You know, he he'd come up with speed traps. He was always on their tail, and he'd call Boss Hog and tell him he's in pursuit of them. And so that's kind of the first thing that I thought of, of being talking about being in pursuit. You know, you're going after something or someone. But then I got to be uh, thinking, and I'd heard some other things, uh, that I believe there's a TV show coming out, about to come out about this, uh, but the preamble uh, uh, to the Declaration of Independence, which uh, most of us may know by heart, but it reads in part, we hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Now, the right isn't the happiness, it's the pursuit of it. So you gotta strive for it. You gotta go after it. You got you gotta move toward that. You gotta work toward that. You're not just gonna get happiness just by sitting on, on a church pew. Or you're not gonna receive happiness uh just by staying at home. You may have to work for it. You're going to have to go on your job. Uh, now, just speaking, you know, uh, socially minded here, just our natural uh, humanity, we got to get up every day, go make some money to pay the bills, and, you know, maybe go on a vacation, pursue the happiness. There's something called the American dream. It's not just going to fall in your lap. You know, as a matter of speaking, uh, there's still a, a gap in between folks who have something and others who have a whole lot less. But you have to pursue it. Some, it takes a whole lot more harder work and effort to get to that happiness. But pursuing it, that is what we have a right of in this country still, is the pursuit of our happiness. And, and that's what we journey for. That's what we pursue. Now, uh, I thought about David and how he pursued the Amalekites when he, they came and overtook uh, Ziklag and stole, you know, their, they took their wives or children all with them uh, and, and left while, while David was away. And he prayed to the Lord and said, he went to the Lord first, mind you now. He didn't immediately jump to it. He prayed to the Lord and said, Lord, should I go and after them and pursue them and recover all? And the word come back from God and said, yes, go pursue and recover all. Now, David would not have recovered all his wives that were taken, the children of all the men uh, that was with him that were taken, all of, the, all of that spoil that they took everything that burnt the city. David would not have recovered if he had not pursued. Amen? You follow me this morning? It takes the pursuit to, the, what, to recover what David and his men had lost. 
but he went to the Lord first. He searched the Lord first in, in that. Now, this is well before Jesus' time, I realize, but I'm showing you that there was a pursuit that had to take place. It was not just going to be handed right back to them. The Amalekites weren't going to go uh, send word to David and say, oh, we're sorry about that, David. Uh, we're going to bring all your wives and your children all back to you. We didn't mean to do that. No, that wasn't going to happen. David had to pursue. Glory to the name of the Lord. And also, when Saul uh, was on the road to Damascus, he was doing his unusual pursuit against the church. His plan was to drag off any person that believed in Jesus as the resurrected Messiah. See, at the time, Saul did not believe that Jesus was a Messiah. He was, and his plan and mission was to carry him off to prison. He had received permission from the uh, high priest of this, had the proper letters and papers to do it, to go amongst them and drag them back to Jerusalem and put them in prison. And that's what he was striving for. That was his pursuit, if you will. That's what he was going for. But something happened on that road to Damascus. Jesus stopped him. He stopped him right in his tracks and, and shone a great light on him and changed his pursuit. Amen. His pursuit was changed at that point. And I believe that if uh, Saul at that time would have not went on and pursued Jesus, he would have stayed blind because that's one thing that had happened to him. When he come to, when he, when he got up and he opened his eyes, Scripture said that he could not see those around him and he had to be helped. Now, he could have stayed stubborn. He could have stayed mule-headed and not pursued what Jesus had told him to go pursue. But he followed Jesus because something miraculous happened there. Something strong and powerful happened there that changed Saul's heart. It changed his life. And he went in pursuit to follow Jesus. And that's what we have to do today as Christians is pursue Jesus when we have that revelation of him. Glory to the name of the Lord. It was a wonderful thing that happened to Paul. It changed him on a road that he was on to a new pursuit to follow Jesus. And Apostle Paul, as he later became known in his pursuit for Jesus, he was stoned, he was shipwrecked, he was beat, he was whipped. He was, all these terrible things that he had to suffer for the namesake of Jesus, for pursuing Jesus, these were things that he had to go through. But he did this in denial of himself and daily sacrificed his own desires to pursue Jesus. Glory to the name of the Lord. That's what I'm talking about as Christians today. We should be doing like our scripture text says, let him deny himself Take up his cross daily and follow me or pursue me, if you will. When we deny ourselves daily, we rebuke our flesh daily and we pursue Jesus and what his desire is. We forfeit our own desires. We forfeit what, what is in our mindset because you know what? At the end of the day, folks, I realize there's a lot of things that we can strive to have in this life. A lot of things. We want a good job. We want to be able to go on many vacations. But all this stuff is temporal. We need to be focused on what Jesus Jesus wants in our lives. We need to be focused on His kingdom and what will further the kingdom because one day all of this is going to be for no, all gone. This is, it's not going to matter. So what? All of this that we are, trans, are that we're pursuing now down here, it ain't going to matter to hill of beans, as the saying is. It doesn't matter. We ought to pursue Jesus. Now this take up the cross daily. You know, you've heard, uh, well, that's my cross. I've got to bear it. A lot of people use that as a burden kind of thing, like I'm carrying my burden with me. I don't think that's what Jesus was meaning right here at, at this saying, take up his cross daily. I think the reason why I chose Luke's passage here is because take up his cross daily is to mean sacrifice daily something of yourself. 
What have you sacrificed for Jesus in your pursuit of Jesus this day? When you wake up, you should be sacrificing something of your flesh. Whoo, I feel the Holy Ghost right now. I feel it. The Lord would want somebody to know something today that when you sacrifice something of none of your life, that He is going to fill that gap. He's going to fill that void. He is going to direct you and guide you. Glory to the name of the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory to the name of the Lord. Each and every day. That's why it's mentioned here, daily take up your cross. We should be sacrificing daily something for the Lord Jesus in our pursuit for Him. Because it's not going to just be simply handed to us. And you know what? We're not promised an easy walk to be a Christian. All of us could easily just be sitting at the house, enjoying a good, uh, if there's any games on today, or the NASCAR race, or it's a pretty sunny day. Brother Paul, you could be out there getting your garden ready or something if it's not going to be. You could be tilling up the ground. We could be doing all kind of other things. But the one thing we each and every one did today, we sacrificed our flesh. We knew it was a Lord's day. We came and gave praise and glory. And look how wonderful the worship was today. Look how wonderful Jesus made his presence known amongst his people today. Glory to the name of the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. When you sacrifice... Jesus will honor that, and he will, and he will honor that greatly to you. Glory to the name of the Lord. In order to pursue Jesus and deny ourselves, there's some things that we may lose or have to sacrifice or give up. And there's some hard things. There's some tough things. Number one, we may have to give up or lose some friends. Just quite frankly, I mean, that's a sad thing. But, you know, the, uh, before we come to Jesus... Uh, once we've had that revelation and, and we are pursuing Jesus, if we pursue Jesus on His path and we're following Him and we're going by His guiding direction, that may uh, just inadvertently lead us away from some of our friends that are going a different way. And that don't mean we have to be mean or ugly or cruel about it. We, we just have to... I've heard Brother Bobby give him the testimony of how he nicely told some of his friends before that, you know, that he follows Jesus now, you know, and, and he's going he's gonna to go in the direction of the Lord. He can no longer participate in some of the things that he once did. That's a, that's a wonderful testimony. That's a sacrifice that he had to make for Jesus in his pursuit for him. Number two... Sometimes your family you'll have to lose or sacrifice and walk away from. And I pray that nobody ever does have to do that. That would be a horrible thing, but it's a serious fact. Jesus wants you to sacrifice for His sake, for His cause. He will take up what you feel like that you're losing or missing out on when it comes to friends or family. You don't have to worry about I know it's a, t- a hard struggle. I know you don't want to. But if you allow Jesus to honor you in your sacrifice, He will see you through. He will, take, he will be that love and that companion that you need, that you thought you had in that loved one. And you don't have to give up on them. That's not what I'm saying. You still pray for them, but you're on a path for Jesus, amen? You need to stay on that path, and there's a lot of your family or friends that will lead you on. They not be intentional. Sometimes it is intentional, but maybe it's not intentional, but we have to be conscious of that. Sometimes it'll happen. Maybe you'll have to lose or give up a reputation that you once had, and, and you know, something, you might have been a good reputation or bad. Either way, you may have to be giving up the reputation or a career. Maybe you've had to lose a job or give up a job for your uh, pursuit with Jesus. There's nothing wrong with that. When you stand for Jesus and you pursue Him, He will get you that next job. He will get you into place where you need to be when it comes to that job. Just recently, 
at Walgreens, it, there was a case that went all the way up to the Supreme Court. There was a worker there who uh, did not want to work on Saturdays, which was con uh, them considered the seven. If I ain't mistaken, I think it was a seven-day Advents that did not want to work on Saturday. They scheduled this uh, this man to work. They, I think it was a um, some kind of training day. I don't know if anybody heard about this or not, but it's in Florida, and it was here recently. And the Supreme Court sided on the half of Walgreens. Walgreens says we don't have to honor his the days he does or doesn't work, work just because he claims it's a religion thing. They scheduled him to work. He didn't do it. So the man sued. He, he had uh, lost his job. They fired him. He took it to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court backed Walgreens. Now, his pursuit was to follow Jesus and did not want to work on Saturday. And I don't know the man personally. I don't, I don't know... Uh, uh, if Walgreens is, would give him his job back. But I believe that if you, him or you or anybody that pursues Jesus and makes a sacrifice to him for the day that they don't want to work for his name's sake, he's going to honor it some kind of way. He's, he's going to back you up or what you honor. Uh, once again, Pastor mentioned uh, the lady up in, in Kentucky. Another example. I, I'm reminded of the girl in the high school. It's been uh, some time now. Uh, I think it was back in 1999, the Columbine uh, shooting. And there was a, in the library, we've talked about it many times, how this young girl, when she was asked, do you believe in God? She immediately said, yes, I do. And the gunman pulled the trigger and shot her in the head. She sacrificed her life for Jesus. And Jesus will honor that for her stand that she took. And I, be, I believe that. It could come to that at some point in time, that, that, you're, that your life could be in jeopardy. I wanted to share with you something that uh, was brought to my attention by Michelle. Franklin Graham posted it. it was a, he posted a message. It's not been about a week ago, I think. Uh, Franklin Graham made this post, and this is about a pastor I'll just read you his post. Uh, it says, here's a guy who got, who's got guts for Jesus, or if I can say pursuing Jesus. He's not ashamed of him. He's going to pursue him. Democrats in the Virginia House of Delegates treated this African-American pastor with contempt. Reverend Dr. Robert M. Grant, Jr. was invited to pray, and he took a stand for life, marriage, and biblical principles. He was heckled by some. Some walked out. And then he was cut off by the gavel of the Democratic Speaker of the House. They didn't want to hear the truth. But what Pastor Grant said was truth. He's right. These are crucial times. And he goes on to say a little bit more. But that's what I wanted to share with you. And I want to point out, too, that just because it said it was a uh, Democratic uh, House and a Democratic uh, Speaker doesn't make no difference. There's some Republicans that ain't uh, making a stand for Jesus either. It's either or. Whatever party you're affiliated with, it doesn't matter. It, there's a lot of them that doesn't make a stand for Jesus. But when you make a stand, you may have to go through some of that ridicule. They hollered at him. They didn't like it. And this is what's going on, what's supposed to be uh, sacred uh, 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 capitals you know, across the nation. You know, when, uh, when we went to Washington... That's the feeling that I got while I was there. We'd walking around. We went to the Capitol. We went to several of the monuments and things around. And the one feeling that you come away with there is it, you just feel like it, it's supposed to be respectful and because you're seeing uh, the history of the nation, how it was founded. We went to the Library of Congress. And, you know, as you, what you've studied all through school, when you actually go see it in person, it's just, I don't know, it's a, it's a solemnness or just, you know, the, you know, you recognize the seriousness of it there. But there's also, uh, 
as we've uh, transitioned through time and the years have gone and gone past, there's more and more that's coming against the Christians of this nation. There's more and more coming against them. Glory to the name of the Lord. Also, I, wa- I wanted to show you about uh, if, if your life is ever in jeopardy and put on the line. Uh, like Pastor said, around the world, there's Christians being persecuted. I was curious with uh, President Trump going over to India uh, whether or not the Tennessee pastor has ever been released. I haven't found out yet whether or not it was. I was hoping that with the president going over there that that would be, you know, a, a good way of giving, uh, giving the pastor some help to get back home. But I haven't heard none of that yet. But uh, we all know that there's a lot of Muslims that uh, radical Muslims that they want to kill the infidel and they want to chop your head off and there's a uh, there's a talk radio show host that I like listening to and and he says they're just all uh, crazy people that if you that if you ever are in that situation well just tell them what they want to hear and that way you could live you know and I just can't go for that I can't go for just tell them what they want to hear and deny Christ because what rings in my head is what Jesus said if a man denies uh, me before uh, before the father if, if a man if a man denies me, then I will I will deny G, I will deny the man before the Father and who is in heaven. So if we deny Jesus here on earth, I don't want Jesus to deny me before the Father that's in heaven. I don't want to risk that. I don't want to take that chance. And I pray that myself and each and every one in here and all across this nation and world, that when they are faced with that, and we as Christians, I'll be praying for each and every one who is faced with, with their giving their head cut off because they make a stand for Jesus, they pursue Jesus, they uh, sacrifice themselves for Him. When they are faced with that, we need to be praying for them that God gives them a strength that they won't reject Him because that can, when you reject Him, you can't come back from that when you don't have the life in you no more. As long as you've got your life in you, any rejection you make from, from here, then you can come back. But when you reject Him just to uh, keep your life, you're not going to save it. Amen? The Word said you're not going to save it. So glory to the name of the Lord. We need to always rem- remember these ones that's around the nation. Glory to the name Glory to the name. I pray that we all will have the strength that if that time ever comes, that we can, can be strong in Jesus and be bold and not, and not just go along just so we can save our life. And I know that Jesus will give us the strength. Glory to the name of the Lord. I want to give you another example of pursuing Jesus. Glory to the name of the Lord. We're going to look at uh, Luke 8, beginning at verse 43. Glory to the name of the Lord. This is a story about the woman who had to issue a blood for 12 years, but she pursued Jesus, and she was going after him. She, uh, and we're going to begin reading in verse 43. Now a woman having a flow of blood for 12 years who had spent all her livelihood on physicians and could not be healed by any. Is that, does anybody resemble that this morning? Do you feel like you, so you've went through something and you spent every kind of means and way possible to get better and it just hasn't happened and no matter how your efforts have been? And uh, when it talks about this particular woman's flow of, blood, flow of blood, it's talking about that cycle that the women go through each month. She had uh, bled continually for, tw- uh, for 12 years, never could get past it. Nobody could help her, but she began to pursue Jesus. She, began, she heard about Jesus and knew that he had the power to, if she could just touch him. And Verse 44, came from behind and touched the border of his garment, and immediately her flow of blood had stopped. 
She had to put some effort into her following Jesus, pursuing Jesus. It wasn't just going to happen with her standing on the sideline. There was, there was a crowd of people that had gathered around Jesus. They were pushing all up on him. There were so many people around. And what Jesus say? He said, who touched me? And they and they looking around like, what are you talking about? What are you talking about, Jesus? Peter said, all these people thronging around you, gathering around you, pushing up on you, and you ask who touched you? What are you talking about? And Jesus says, no, I felt the power go out from me. I know somebody was just healed of something. I could feel it in my being, and it was her because she had a pursuit for him. She had a move for him. She was not going to just stand by and watch him walk by. You can stand by and watch Jesus walk by, but if you don't pursue him, you ain't going to get what you need this morning. you got to pursue Pursue him as he's walking by. You got to reach out and touch him. Woo! Glory to the name of the Lord. Woo! Glory to the name of the Lord. You can watch him walk by every day, but if you don't pursue him, you ain't never going to get what you need. Whether it's salvation, whether it's a healing touch, whether it's something with your family, you've got to reach out. You got to pursue it today. Glory to the name of the Lord. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! And Jesus said, Who touched me? When all denied it, Peter and those with him said, Master, the multitudes throng and press you, and you say, Who touched me? But Jesus said, Somebody touched me, for I perceive power going out from me. And this 47, what I want to focus in on here, Now when the woman saw that she was not hidden, she came trembling and falling down before him. She declared to him in the presence of all the people that the reason she had touched him and how she was healed immediately. She was nervous and trembling and scared. All those people around, she might have thought, hey, I'll just touch him. I know that I'm going to be healed, but I'm not going to have to worry about being pinpointed out. But you know what? She was pinpointed out. She was focused on because Jesus knew what happened. He felt that. But then there's something happened. She didn't care about it that point she told him the truth told him that it was her and was thankful for it and said immediately i was healed she could tell it herself just as jesus could tell that something had happened this woman could tell something happened she could tell right away she had been healed and her condition was immediately taken care of glory to the name of the lord when that happens we ain't gonna care about our reputation we ain't gonna care what the naysayers say we're gonna believe in jesus say jesus touched me i'm glad to know it i'm not ashamed of it i'm gonna spread it I'm going to carry it on. Glory to the name of the Lord. Woo! Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Pastor, you can be coming on back up and getting a song ready. And I'm going to read this one last verse here of what Jesus said to her. And Jesus said to her, Daughter, be of good cheer. Your faith has made you well. Go in peace. And that's what exactly happened. Your faith will make you well in every situation. When you reach out to Jesus and you pursue Him... Everything is going to come into place. And that's what it's all about today. And like I said at the start of this message, I don't I think I really truly think that we are one president away of things changing. And here and right now, we need to make that commitment that no matter what, we will always pursue Jesus. Things are going to happen that we ain't going to like. We may have to lose some things, we may have to sacrifice some things, but at the end of the day, as we say, when Jesus comes back, he's going to welcome us all home to glory. Amen. I'm looking forward to it, ain't you? Glory to the name.